Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Being sexually compatible is a must in any long-term relationship, like for me. Sex is very important to me. It's a very important part of our relationship. So to not have sex compatibility there and know that ahead of time before like I commit to a relationship, um, it's just important to me. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm joined by the lovely and talented Lisa Bilyeu. Welcome, so exciting to be with you. And today, we are gonna answer the age-old question of when do you have sex for the first time with a new person? Let's do it. All right, this question. Is abstaining from sex early in the relationship important for establishing values and compatibility? Interesting. What a curveball there at the end. Uh, do you want to go first? No, go for it. So I will speak only for myself <laughs> and say that there, I, it's very interesting speaking for myself. And I do think that there's a fair amount of overlap with guys, but there are going to be so many exceptions to this. I don't even want to call it a rule, but I will say, especially at a certain phase in your life, so we got together in our early 20s. In my early 20s, if I had sex on the first date, then I felt like I had sort of checked the box of that. So it was like, all right, cool. That was fun enough. And, you know, I wouldn't have had the intense desire to call the person the next day. Um, if I, on the flip side of that coin, I, I wouldn't have been very interested in waiting a prolonged period of time. Could I see waiting three or four dates? Yes. Much more than that. And I personally would have, uh, there would have to be some real, like I would have to feel such an intense sense of connection with them to like feel like I knew them and understood and like could get behind whatever it was that mattered to them that much. But because for me, a key part of any relationship is gonna be heat like that real, just like the, the joy of that real early beginning is that just that really intense sexual chemistry. It, it is a very fun phase that you go through. Um, and to not find out if we're compatible in that way, for there to not be enough heat to sort of push that forward. Um, for me, from my perspective, I'm not religious, right? There, there's a right, whole right. host of reasons that make that my context. Um, but the ultimate punchline is it needs to be right for both people, right? So it's that moment where you both feel safe, secure, there's trust in the relationship, all of that. And who knows how long it will take to develop that. But for me, and this is interesting. So even in hiring, I feel like I get to- Hiring I, employees? Yeah, yeah. I get to understand whether that person has red flags or not fast. So I never feel at risk in that way, like I can, I feel like I can, I can't tell you if it's going to be a good long-term relationship, but I can tell you if there's a real problem brewing. And that's part of why I think I feel comfortable 
moving maybe more quickly than because you can judge people not judge i don't like the word but you can i can accurately assess whether there's a problem yeah and and for and you're my wife and you're on camera so everybody needs to take that for what it's worth but do you agree that in the world of thin slicing people that i that i'm unusually which is why i bring you into yeah 100 percent so but how do people take that to their lives so i wanted to help thread the needle of two or three weeks might, or sorry, three, three to four dates or four or five, whatever I said, might seem fast for other people. And as I was answering, I was trying to think through why some people would understandably think that too fast. And that just got me thinking about trust. It got me thinking about, do I really know who this person is? Am I going to allow myself to be vulnerable? Because as a guy, it's obviously not as scary of a proposition. So I just started thinking if I were a woman on that side, where would the hesitation be? Yeah, I think for me, it's, um, so compatibility is going to be a huge thing for me, just sexual compatibility. Like if How do you know if you don't have sex? So I'm, I'm saying, so like, if I was ready to the point, if I was dating somebody, so in fact, let me just take me and you. <clears throat> I remember on our first date, you were like, yeah, you know, I don't look for sex on the first date. And I was like, wow, that's really impressive. Like, and then that night, you try and have sex with me. And I'm like, yeah. this motherfucker, like, he just said that he didn't want to have sex. The funny thing, I wasn't running game, though. And the funny thing is... That's the, how bedazzled I was by you. But the funny thing is, I actually didn't think of it as, like, he just freaking lied. I actually believed you when he said it. So now I actually in reflection, I'm like, huh, that's actually interesting. But when it just comes to compatibility, like, if I'm looking for a long-term relationship, I personally, and again, as you said, for me, this is what I'm going to say, for me, being sexually compatible is a must in any long-term relationship. Like, for me. Sex is very important to me. It's a very important part of our relationship. So to not have sex compatibility there and know that ahead of time before, like, I commit to a relationship um, is just important to me. So I would personally not wait until marriage because, again, that is just one thing that is extremely important to me. Um, and then I think it kind of goes, okay, I'd be a little, like, contra- I don't know if it's controversial or not. Violence. But, like, let's just say it's a, for a woman. What do you actually want? Like, you want a one-night stand? You want to go have fun? Like, go have fun. You know, like, uh, men talk a lot about, like, one-night stands. But for women, like, again, for me, it's like, well, what am I looking for from this person? Am I just wanting a fling? Great, I'm going to jump into bed with them and have some fun, and there you go. But if it's a long-term relationship, I think I would take it slower. I think I would, um, because sex isn't the primary thing for me of why I'm with that person, why I'm communicating with this person, why I'm texting them, why I'm calling them. It is potentially for a future with them. So if that's the case, I would, I think, take more time to hear what their values are, to see if we are compatible in mindsets, compatible in the way that we think. Um, and then I think I would then build the trust to then have sex. But if I'm, if I'm just personally looking for a fun time, then... I don't need values or compatibility. I just need a fun night, safe, of course. But so again, I think it goes to what you're looking for and then where that comfort level is for the individual. Because if you're having sex, in order for them to value you, that's obviously a disaster waiting to happen. So just really thinking through what the reason is of why you want to have sex with them and then just own the reason. It's a very good answer. This is... uh... It's really an an interesting sort of scary question when I step outside of 
us as the people doing it. And I think about like, if we had kids, you know, what would my advice be to my 21 year old son or daughter? It's really interesting. There's so much complication around it. And I think that, you know, safety and trust really are sort of the core pillars of that. Like there is a line that's crossed with sex that is, and it's funny now I'm definitely looking back on it in a way I did not experience sex like this when I was in my 20s. But now in my 40s, looking back and, you know, thinking about just you, you open your life up to that person in a way like from potential pregnancy to you're behind closed doors and like, wow, if you don't know and trust that person and feel like you're communicating well, um, that could get dicey. It's, it's really a, it's an intense proposition. People do need to be super thoughtful about how they handle it. And to be honest, I was kind of approaching this conversation, assuming those things, like obviously making sure that you're careful and you're not putting yourself in, you know, or not even yourself, but like being in an, um, a tricky situation, mm. like assume all you do all that, assume that you're very careful. And then, because it's going to be hard, like, especially in this day and age, like you said, um, to give advice when me and you haven't been on the dating scene for, you know, I haven't had to put myself out there for a long time. Right. Um, but assume all of that, then the advice being what you would do. Yeah. No, I mean, it is, uh, it's such an exciting moment. Like crossing that line for the first time is, and I, I think I was doing an IG live and I said, I want everybody to, just close your eyes and think about what sex is. Like really imagine it for a second. And now remember that you have to go from, hi, my name is Tom, to that. And it is a journey and a half. And it's really like, it's a pretty wild journey. We were just watching a show. I think it's called Mr. Corman Mm -hmm. um, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And they're sort of a failed like first date tryst. And it was just one of those where you're like, fuck, yeah, that like first moment where you don't really know each other. And there's so much potential awkwardness, um, which is another reason that the first date may not be the most gratifying. But yeah, getting to know each other, trust, safety, fire, taking advantage of that, like real sexual chemistry is a lot of fun. So that's the sort of messy, real advice, I think, is you have to, it's gonna be different with each person. It's gonna be different for each person. Mm -hmm. Um, There were people that on the first night, there we go. There were other people like you that, even though I wanted to, I was not uh, able to get that opportunity. And then ultimately was super grateful that you sort of recontextualized the relationship um, and gave us that, you know, real shot at longevity. I so sometimes wish when we get these questions that we were sitting with the person. Mm -hmm. And so we could ask questions about, you know, what is it that they're worried about? Is this a moral question for them? They're worried that too soon means that they're a slut or that they're a bad person. Is it somebody that's worried about trust and safety? Um, And getting into like that nuance, I think it'd be really, really fascinating. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. This is not an easy subject to give sort of that bumper sticker answer to. Um, Trust and safety are the most important things to think about. 
But the reality is that sex is this thrilling, fascinating, risky, dangerous, bizarre, beautiful thing. And that we get to take advantage of it, that we get to have those experiences is really extraordinary. But God, do you need to be thoughtful about it, to know, as Lisa said, what, what is this moment meant to be? And to play that moment according to your goal and what you're trying to get out of it. And to, above all, just make sure that you're safe. Um, that is, I think, the important part. And speaking of things that will help you be safe, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. We will arm you for the best, uh, with the best thinking to make sure that your relationships are successful. And until next time, my friends, build a beautiful relationship. Take care. Peace.